What's up, Dope Village? I'm Julie Foudy with Lynn Zowie. Jules, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for another dope dip. So am I. I'm always ready. I was born ready. In our third dope dip, we're taking you back, way back, to the very first episode we ever released on Laughter Permitted, featuring Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach. Interestingly enough, this wasn't the first episode we recorded. That was with Mia Hamm. But we decided to launch the entire podcast with Glennon and Abby. And if you haven't listened to this episode, it's a must. It should go on the list because Glennon and Abby (laughs) are so funny, one. Uh, And then they talk about how they met, their relationship. Abby, of course, was an incredible soccer stud for many years. Glennon is a best-selling author, which, by the way, Lynn, her new book, Untamed, came out. March 10th, yesterday, Um, this is airing on March 11th, and I pre-ordered mine, so it's on its way. We did this recording at their lovely home in Florida. Any behind-the-scenes from this episode, Lynn, that you would like to share? I have one very important behind-the-scenes note. Glennon and Abby had awesome coffee for us. They do not mess around when it comes to their (laughs) coffee, which I completely respect and appreciate yeah mad respect for that do you remember how it was made oh i believe they have pour over this one may have been a drip coffee they had a lot of selection that's what i remember i remember a french press in there yep french press could have been in play Mm. the other thing i remember is you and Abby being pumped to see one another. Obviously, you were teammates for several years. And then I guess one other thing I remember, Glennon said something really sweet. She said how she always enjoys meeting Abby's teammates. Mm -hmm. I wish they lived closer. They're too far. They're on the (laughs) complete opposite coast from me. It's like as far as we can get. They're over in Florida. I'm in California. Because they are just so smart and soulful and entertaining and funny. And I could spend hours upon hours with them. And they were so lovely to welcome us into their home, which was great fun for us. So, And this is one of my favorite stories from the first two seasons, actually, of all the episodes, because Glennon talks about her prowess as a sideline field marshal at her child's soccer game. And Abby gives some setup and context to that and this, um, but Glennon is a masterful storyteller, as you're going to hear in this episode, which is why it's one of my favorites of all time. As always, a quick shout out to Ally Bank for its continued support of the podcast. So get comfortable listening. It's Dope Dip number three with Glennon and Abby. I find your sideline posts to be hysterical. Yeah. Perhaps my favorite of all time was you as official field marshal. She was it yesterday. Julie, and the shit the I was, Julie, I was called in for a second term. What? I was reelected Wait, first, field marshal. You you made it back for the second time. You got the vest back. Yeah. To be fair, there were no other volunteers besides me. She Wait, rewind to the first one because, like, literally, I don't think I have giggled for as long as I did about that post. I just kept giggling. I kept rereading it, and then I'd giggle again. Okay, can so I set can the you, stage? Yeah, set the scene, please. Set the scene. Oh. The parents 
of soccer players. It is as if these people who have, were sane one hour ago just sit down. Something about sitting in those straw chairs on the side just makes everyone lose their dumb mind. And, and um, all the screaming and all the like, run faster, like as if they haven't thought of that. Right? Like as if they forgot that running fast is important. Like all the things. And so I turn into a bitch on the sidelines <laughs> because in my, in my attempt to make everyone nicer, I turn nasty. Okay. Which this is a lot of fun for Abby. Okay. Cause she's just trying to watch the game. So I'm mad at everyone on the sidelines all day. I feel like I need to control everyone. I need to be the kindness police. So one morning on the way to soccer, Abby said, I just think it might be nicer for everyone involved if you just stop that. Relax about it. And so I really do often think I'm just kind of like a, I mean, it's self-appointed boss of the universe. Okay. I have good ideas. She but does. I do have good ideas, you right? Do. But everyone doesn't always like them. So No, they don't. No. So so I said, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to stop. I'm going to take, I'm going to unappoint myself as boss. Julie, we walk onto the sidelines. Literally this, this day you had this a conversation. Yes. We walk onto the sidelines <laughs> and a man approaches me. The man is holding a neon vest and he says, Glennon. Would you like to be the field marshal of this game? And I said, I'm sorry, what does that mean? And he said, well, your official duties will be to make sure that everyone on the sidelines is behaving. (laughs) And this is when I understood that there was a God and that this God loved me (laughs) and also agrees I have good ideas. So I put on the vest and I I feel that the sidelines were unbelievably beautiful that day. Do you think? (laughs) Yep. Yeah, they were. Yeah. You were wearing a shirt that was very similar to that one. Too. Yeah, that was the shirt yeah. that I was Wait, wearing. Read it, it says, for me again. Love is still the most powerful force on the planet. So okay. I was we, we was, we had a game of love, a soccer game of love that day. <laughs> and then two weeks later, I was reappointed. This is the bane of all parents' existence. Not me. No parents want no. to do this job. Glennon is like, she, both hands raised. Yes. It's like when you stood up when Abby walked exactly. in the room. Yeah. Arms out. Pick me. I want to wear the vest all day. I think I would wear the vest. Mm, I would put that would. vest on and I would put my love as the most powerful force. You had a funny first experience like... and Ian had to kind of reel you in, oh, right? I did. I did. I, um, the first game Izzy ever played in as a soccer player, I was like, I'm never going to be that mom. Right. Izzy was in a little, like, you know, how when they were like seven, you know, they're always like mobbed together. Mm. And she was outside of <laughs> this pack and it popped to her. And it was like her to the goal. And I was like, you take that ball and you run, Izzy. You just run. <laughs> and Ian, my husband looked at me like, he goes, paging crazy soccer mom. <laughs> and all the parents, because, you know, they didn't know me that well yet. It was the first game. They were like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know what? That's another joy of the field marshal. When you put on that vest, you somehow are your best self. Yes. So it also keeps me from sh- doing from doing things. Yeah, yeah, Glennon definitely has a has a, she's she's got a track record for getting upset at the other kids. <laughs> I don't know if we need to go into that. I <laughs> know, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Not. It's the refereeing. <laughs> it's the refereeing mostly. You know that the five dollars or ten dollars an hour that these the people... fifteen year olds. It's really uh, funny to get mad about soccer when you know nothing about. Sorry, soccer. don't be mad at me. No, I'm not mad at you. Okay. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Our village is dope. Love is still the most powerful force on the planet.